Jesse Douglas Smith McGraw, and this is What Moves You with Jesse. I'm a transformative coach on a mission to share an understanding of how our minds work that challenges how we react to life and our thoughts. I love to share stories and common sense ideas that empower you to take charge of yourself in a way that brings immediate and profound change. What I know to be true is that we are all innately healthy and doing our best with the thinking we have available to us on a moment-to-moment basis. And waking up to this will change what moves you. I'm so happy you're here. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. I just came across a video on social media with Elise Myers, a delightful gal I follow on Instagram, along with millions of others. <laughs> I mean, millions of others follow Elise Myers. Not that I'm following a million people. Anyway. <laughs> So she was singing this beautiful duet with a singer-songwriter from Australia named Sam Fisher. And uh, I was so struck by the lyrics of the song, and it got me really emotional. Not that that's a surprise to anybody, but (laughs) anyway, it was just, you know, it just got me really misty-eyed. And the lyric that got me was, I thought I'd be doing better by now, but I've learned to carry it well. I thought I'd be doing better by now, but I've learned to carry it well. I started to share with my husband, Mike, why it touched me. Then it occurred to me it was something I wanted to share with you all in the pod squad. So Sam, the writer of the tune, he was referencing his anxiety and how intense he's been experiencing it lately. And as the song indicates, he thought he'd be doing better by now. When I heard that, I so badly wanted to reach through the screen, give him the biggest hug, and wake him up to something that was so important for me to realize for myself, and now, of course, want everyone to know. We tend to make up some ideal version of ourselves that has it all together, whatever that means to you, because it's different for every single person. For Sam... Maybe it's a version of himself that never experiences anxiety and has rock-solid faith in his career and his trajectory. But what happens when we have an ideal version of who we think we could be in our minds is that we end up constantly comparing where we are to that ideal in our head, and then we feel bad that we've yet again fallen short of it. We're constantly measuring what's in front of us to this made-up version of ourselves. What's been life-changing for me to see for myself is that we're all going to experience this huge spectrum of feelings that we all have at any given moment, at any given time. It's just part of our human experience. But when we don't understand the nature of thought and feeling, that it comes and goes, comes and goes, completely untethered from our identity, 
Of course, we get bamboozled into thinking it's information about us or about our lives. So therefore, we need to do something about it. We need to fix it. We need to figure it out to never have those experiences again. Because by God, I can do better. And again, our thoughts and feelings don't mean anything about us. They don't mean we're broken. I can't tell you how many folks I have met who have a narrative that they are broken because it seems to them that everyone else doesn't get down in the mouth as badly as they do. Therefore, there's something up with them. Something in them that came defective or they are permanently broken because of experiences in their past. It's what our minds make up when we have this ideal version of ourselves that we are so-called falling short of. Our minds end up filling in the blanks on why we are in this feeling yet again. Why we are having this experience yet again. Guys, yet again is going to happen for all of us for always. (laughs) Just like the ocean tides come in and go out, come in and go out. So are our thoughts, feelings, and experiences. Coming back to the lyrics of the song, how he thought he'd be doing better by now, I'd love to ask him what better meant to him. I know for me, having lived with consistent anxiety for a big portion of my life, better meant living a life anxiety-free. That was my ideal. And with those lenses on, I swear to God, I could have told you that everyone else knew how to do that but me. Everyone seemed to experience sadness and anger, disappointment and discouragement, but eventually, like water off a duck's back, they'd let it go and it wouldn't stick around as anxiety. So guess what? Every time I experienced the anxiety, especially as I got older and read loads of self-help books and, you know, attempted to adopt tools and techniques that could help me avoid it, every time it hit me again, I had so much judgment about myself that I was in that experience yet again. And as I'm sure you can guess, the questioning of myself, the judgment, the disappointment, all of it just kept me in resistance of the experience, and it would prolong the feeling even longer. So much so that I remember deciding that it was just my normal, and I needed to just learn to be okay with it, even though I was secretly never, ever okay with it. It wasn't until I saw, oh, just like the colors of the rainbow and the zillions of colors we can create from those rainbow colors, or just like music and the millions of songs we can create from those 12 notes. We float in and out of every color and every song all day, every day. That is what thought and feeling is, the color and the music. They wash over us. Sometimes they stick around a little. 
Sometimes they're in and out like a leprechaun. But all of it is completely normal and typical for us as humans. And to the degree that you can see that for yourself, the more grounded you become in knowing that, the less and less scary the experience is, the less you experience it. Or maybe even the better way of saying it is that the less energy you spend in caring that it's there. It's been eye-opening for me to experience an uncomfortable feeling and to not care that I'm experiencing it. I'm serious. (laughs) Believe me, it's not always like this. Sometimes I still get caught up and have to remind myself of what I've told you here today, again, because I'm human. But sometimes, more often than not, actually, with the feeling of fear, holy crap, Fear used to stop me in my tracks. Now that I see it as part of the music of our experience or part of the rainbow, I often have the feeling and I don't care. So it doesn't stop me. So I suppose the moral of the story is there's having the feelings, then there's caring that you're having the feelings. And the more you see what I've shared here today, that they're just an experience moving through you, not information about you, the less and less you'll care when you're in the middle of a whirlwind of a feeling. And guess what? That ends up being so positive because then you allow yourself to process the feelings as opposed to resisting them. And in the allowing of your feelings to move through you, the more you experience feelings of healing, wholeness, and sturdiness in your being. Sending love in all directions, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to What Moves You with Jesse. Let's stay connected. You can find more ideas and strategies on being human on my Instagram, at What Moves You with Jesse. Sign up for my newsletter or learn more about working with me at whatmovesyouwithjesse.com and please rate and review the show and let us know what you think and what resonated. I read every single review. They mean so much to me. You can also call in on our hotline with your thoughts on what resonated there too. It is always live at 818-646-JESS. That's 818-646-JESS. What Moves You with Jesse is produced by Mike McGraw and Tinker City Music. Now, let's take a deep breath and give ourselves permission to live in this moment for what truly moves you.